KNC. An extremely precious resource. 88.1. And you are listening to 88.1 WKNC. It is time for the local beat every Friday evening from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. I'm your host, Adam Kincaid. Joining me for the next three hours, we're going to have Grayson Curran, the music editor and hopscotch curator of uh, Independent Weekly. We'll be talking about hopscotch this entire show, all three hours is dedicated to Hopscotch. That's going to be taking place in downtown Raleigh, Thursday, September 9th through Saturday, September 11th. It's coming up soon. Check out some more info, hopscotchmusicfest.com. Right now, there's some I Was Totally Destroying It with Sugar Coated Lullaby. And that was I Was Totally Destroyed. The song was called Sugar Coated Lullaby. Joining me in studio right now, I have Grayson Curran. He's the music editor for the Independent Weekly and the curator for the Hopscotch Music Festival. Grayson, thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for having me, Adam. Yeah. It's great to be here. It's really pretty up here. <laughs> and also joining us is Caitlin Carey. You might know her from Trace Chicas as well as the Small Ponds in Whiskey Town and her solo stuff and lots of other things that Caitlin does around town. Caitlin, thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and Grayson. so we have the next three hours to talk about hopscotch, and I think that's that's going to be enough time. I'm kind of worried we might not get to everything. I'm pretty boring, yeah. so uh, so we got some. We've got guests though, like Caitlin. Yeah. Caitlin's coming in, yeah. or she's in right now. We have Reed Johnson of Schooner mm-hmm. will be in, and I think Brian Corum of Lonnie Walker. Will be that's right. Us yeah, a little It'll bit be later. Fun. Well, cool. Uh, I, I got to start off. We got to talk a little bit about hopscotch, Grayson. If you could take the lead here and inform our, if you've been living under a rock. I guess now's the time we're going to pull that rock up off of you and, and inform you of Hopscotch Music Festival. Yeah, sure. Uh, so Hopscotch Music Festival is a festival that is coming to downtown Raleigh next weekend, in fact, which is uh, an, an intimidating thing to say. Uh, it's going to be next Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We actually have some shows on Wednesday and Sunday with the festival, too. Uh, we have 130 bands um, from all over the world in nine clubs. Uh, and in City Plaza, which is the space uh, on Fayetteville Street, between the Capitol but closer to Progress, uh, between the Capitol and Progress Energy Center, mm-hmm. but on the Progress Energy Center side. Gotcha. Um, so that's going to be a big open ticketed space um, where we can get you know several thousand people in. And then Friday we have a uh, broken social scene and Panda Bear with uh, local heroes, the Rosebuds. And right. then on Saturday, um, Public Enemy, No Age from Los Angeles, and uh, another set of local heroes, the Love Language, uh, playing together or you know playing those two shows. Yeah, I mean that's the festival you know in a nutshell. Um, there's a lot more involved with it in terms of side activities and parties. Right, and we'll touch on all those yeah, exactly. in the coming time. Yeah. So is the 130 bands? Is that from Thursday to Saturday, or is that Wednesday to Sunday? We counted uh, yesterday, and we actually had not done this. Um, we've been advertising 120 bands sort of since probably March, and uh, we actually didn't count them the whole time. And yesterday we counted, and there are 130 bands playing between Wednesday or Thursday at 8 p.m., starting at the Lincoln Theater, to Saturday night at all those clubs at 2 a.m. And then on Wednesday there's more bands, and then on Sunday there are more bands. Right. And then there are bands during the day of those days. Day parties. Yeah. And everything. So, so the day parties aren't included in that 130. Exactly. It's probably oh like, my gosh. it's probably like, Pretty close to 175, 200 yeah. maybe, which is 
amazing. I hope people think that's what I think. Uh, I think everyone in Raleigh is sort of crapping their pants a little bit. Really? Yeah. That smells. And maybe and like you know, <laughs> what did, what, <laughs> yeah, thank Collective God. Welcome to pants? welcome to St. Louis. sold out <laughs> in every grocery store. Yikes. <laughs> when was uh, Hopscotch like announced? I think I feel like it was February. It was March. Uh, March. Well, okay. the festival was. We first, I mean, there were rumors around town, around town of it, uh, probably end of last year. We finally said something about it very briefly in the newspaper, the last issue of last year. And then I think David McConey from the News Observer mentioned it, and you Raleigh mentioned it, I think, in January. Right. And then we announced the lineup March 31st. Yeah. Um, the longest day of my life. Uh, <laughs> and so, yeah, uh, yeah, it's been out since March 31st. We started selling tickets April 1st, I believe. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the history of Hopscotch. As far as, like, where was this idea conceived? Um, sort of, where was the beginning? When, how long ago was this? You know, take it away. Sure. Uh, the beginning The beginning was with the, a guy who's not here um, and who deserves all the credit in the world and um, a, a lot more recognition than, than me, uh, a guy named Greg Lowenhagen, who is now the marketing director of the independent and us when he came up with the idea for the festival was uh an account executive who sells ads um greg i believe started i always get these dates slightly mixed up but i believe greg started working at the independent june 5th of last year and shortly thereafter he had the idea to have this festival um he had lived in chicago and austin both cities with uh amazing festival scenes and he wanted something like that here you know he's like he went to Carolina, he um, spent a lot of time here, and he was moving back. So he, kind of selfishly, he wanted to have a music festival that he could enjoy. Yeah. And Right in our hometown. And yeah, now yeah. And now he's uh, working 15, days so the other, 15 hours a day so that other people can enjoy <laughs> said festival. Uh, and so so when, when, when did he conceive the idea? For it was that? in June. It was really, like, really quickly. Oh, after 2009? Yeah, so we've oh. been working on this pretty much for 14 or 15 months. Um, and then he came... He went to the publisher and the owner of the paper with the idea. They loved it. He came to me and said, hey, can you pick some bands to play this festival we want to do? And, you know, I very gullibly was gung-ho and was like, oh, this will be so easy and awesome. And it has <laughs> been awesome but not quite easy. Right. But um, And so then, you know, there were uh, various phases of challenges that we sort of had to face, like getting city approval, booking bands, and now sort of like these very tiny organizational details that making right. sure everyone has a really great time. Yeah. Um, so since last June is pretty, you know, the short answer, that's how long yeah. this thing has been in our brains. Yeah. Well, we're going to come back to you in a little bit, Grace. Okay, sure. talk, I want to talk a lot more about sort of the organizing and the small details to go into playing hopscotch, but we do want to say that Caitlin's joining us as well. And you are actually hosting an evening, uh, I believe at deep South bar. Is that's that right? right? Yeah. And that's Friday the 10th. And I'm so excited and thanks. I, I, haven't gotten to look you in the eyes, Grayson, and thank you for inviting me to do this. It's really a, an honor to me to get asked to curate a night. I feel very um, sort of important and nice. And well, um, I would say you are important. Well, thanks. So. thanks. I should feel that I'm way. blushing so much. <laughs> it's not even a joke. Aww. Well, yeah, and um, it was fun for me to get that. I got free reign to choose who I wanted to play, and and um, and I did a little thinking about like, okay, let's, you know, I, I had to pick my buddy, Scott Phillips, whose bands I've been loving for forever since I moved to Raleigh and, um, his new project, the Mon well, it's, 
it's not super new anymore, but it's right. now new and improved and very large. I went to rehearsal yeah. the <laughs> other night because I'm going to be, I'm actually going to sit in, I think, with everyone who's playing, maybe not Erin McEwen, but we will see. Um, we haven't talked about it yet, but she is getting into town early. Anyway, so Scott Phillips Monologue Bombs is going to open the night, and then um, Luego, who are some up-and-coming favorite fun rocker, popper guys. Um, Patrick Phelan um, uh, is a is a really great writer and a fun little rock star. Definitely. Um, uh, they'll play, and then Aaron McEwen is our out-of-town gem. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I, I, I can't be certain whether she and I have ever actually met. If we have, it was like a brief hello, but we've been... Our careers have sort of run in parallel a little bit. I think we put out solo records maybe in the same year, the first records or thereabouts. And also my bandmate from the Small Ponds, Matt, has played with Aaron Mm -hmm. off and on, and he will be sitting in with her on horns. And then the Small Ponds will play with the added treat of um, added chicas because Lynn and Tanya from Trace Chicas are going to come and sing with us and we're going to do a couple chicas songs as interpreted by the small ponds and then there'll be the big all-star jam at the end all of right. course where we nice. sing um i don't know the weight the weight right that the would be good and probably uh let's see the weight and it's like you got to make like maybe that new CeeLo song oh that's a really good idea although that. we can't talk about yeah. that right now what does radio do with them? <laughs> yeah. I actually, it's funny, Skillet, who we're going to talk about soon. Skillet's my husband. He happens to also work at the Independent. He happens to also have had a big hand in, like, we're the hopscotch family a little bit. It's kind of <laughs> neat. Um, You've adopted and, Grayson under your... Yeah. Well, yeah. We're, we, no, we're going to take Grayson in after this is all over. Oh, okay. He can come and, like, melt on our couch if he wants to. <laughs> I'm way into that idea. <laughs> we'll yeah. barbecue every night from <laughs> yes. for, for all of October. Um no, Skillet's a graphic designer, and he has done, um, he's kind of branded the event, and also he has curated, I guess you can say he curated the poster series. Exactly. He's collected um, works by three local artists and also himself, and they're mm-hmm. making some limited ed- ed- limited edition um, hand-screen-printed posters that are all super awesome. Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, Scott Nurkin, who also is playing the festival with two bands, Birds of Avalon and uh, Dynamite Brothers, and Kristen Matwijic, a local artist. And I'm so glad you said her name so yeah. I didn't have to. She would she would possibly <laughs> cut me. Is that okay to say on the radio? Well, <laughs> reference to cut you? being cut? I don't know. I think that's okay. Cool. Uh, and Chris Williams, who actually is doing, he's doing a lot of stuff with us too, and he's illustrating um, the, in, the entirety of next week's special issue of The Independent about Hopscotch, um, who's just an you know, all-amazing artist and, yeah, and Skillet has been, uh, you, you said big hands, but very d- delicate and artistic hands too, right? Yes, you say that? of course. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, we do want to say it once more, Deep South Bar. I think 7 o'clock is when sort of the show is going to start. Um, um, that's you, next Friday. I'm glad September you know 10. that. So you yeah. tell me when to be there, okay? I think it's 7 o'clock. Okay. 7 o'clock, we'll say, at Deep South Bar next Friday evening. Caitlin Carey is presenting her own special evening of Monologue Bombs, Luego, Aaron McEwen, and of course Small Ponds and Trace Chicas. Grayson, why uh why did you ask Caitlin? Uh 
Man, I guess the question is why not? I mean, Caitlin has uh, made some uh, incredible records uh, for 15 years now. Yeah, we don't say 20 yet. Yeah, you don't say 20. No, right but... The <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, just like... Soon I will have to say that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in you know, in various bands and solo and, um, you know, I've loved records by three of your bands and I love your solo records. So it's kind of like, um, we you know, we did that... For a few shows here, um, we worked really closely with bands that we really like or, or people that we really like here in town that we really trust as, you know, um, both musicians and listeners to sort of curate their own nights. Future Islands is doing a night Thursday right. at Berkeley Cafe. Um, Caitlin, of course, is doing her night. Uh, Hank Williams, who's in the band The Plague, Hardcore Hank, local local uh, guy who books metal and hardcore shows, curated a night Thursday at Slim's and... Uh, worked really closely with Megaphone on a sort of seamless night of sound at right. Kings on Saturday night. Um, so it was mostly thinking about people that we liked, who we knew would put together a really interesting night of music that maybe that perhaps I wouldn't put together. Perhaps, you know, I wouldn't put together with Greg, the right. guy we just talked about. Uh, and I think it worked out really well. Yeah. Um, in terms of having these lineups that if you if you like Caitlin and you kind of want to see maybe how she thinks about music to an extent, go to the show. Um, same with, you know, the megaphone lineup. So I'm really excited about those bills. They're some of my favorite bills in the, in the whole lineup. Yeah. As far as getting these different people to schedule bands, to bring bands in for their own special nights, I mean, Caitlin, you said you were allowed to choose your bands. Mm -hmm. How did you make sure there are no scheduling conflicts? Like, how did you, did you give... Like the people, like here's a list of bands that you can't touch, or wh what was that like? No, I, you know, I think, I think we did this all through email, and you know, I think I just asked Caitlin at one point to do it, and she sort of threw out this list of possibilities, and you know, I, you know, she said, "Is this okay with you?" And I was like, "Oh, these are great," mm -hmm. and then you know, she kind of did some vetting herself and asking people that are available and seeing if they wanted to do it, and you know you know, inevitably, you know, playing with money and making sure we had money to do it. Uh, and that's sort of, yeah, it was sort of, you know, an open field for everyone. Like, yeah. do what you want to do, and then let's talk about it cool. and make sure yeah. it works. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. We're going to take a quick break, play some music, and then we'll come back right back. Continue talking about Hopscotch once more. You're listening to The Local Beat right here on 88.1. Grayson Curran and Caitlin Carey are joining me right now. This is Luego, though, with When I Lie. WKNC, that was the monologue bombs before that was the Wigo, and they are playing at the Hopscotch Festival Deep South Bar next Friday, September 10th, and uh, of course, Kaylin Carey will be in charge of that show. Joining me in studio right now have Grayson Curran, the music editor for the Independent Weekly, and also the curator for the Hopscotch Music Festival, as well as Kaylin Carey of Small Ponds and Trace Chicas, who will be playing alongside monologue bombs and Luego and Aaron McEwen. Did I, am I saying that right? Yep, McEwen. Aaron McEwen. Well, we the, the jury's out. She's yeah. a Scottish lass, and right. so we we don't know how to pronounce. That's the American way of saying it. Yes, I think. I think she won't cut us right. for <laughs> saying McEwen. Well, you are listening to the local beat. We are giving three hours this evening to Hopscotch Music Festival. It's going on next 
Thursday through Saturday, September 9th through the 11th in downtown Raleigh, hopscotchmusicfest.com. Grayson, is this put on by the Independent Weekly? Is it Independent Weekly's Hopscotch Music Fest? Exactly, yeah. I mean, uh, Greg and I are both independent employees, and the Independent is uh, paying for the festival. Uh, yeah, they're they're... You know they're the title sponsor and presenter and yeah. you know all that stuff. Or they're they're actually not the title sponsor. That's incorrect. But they're, they're the presenter and they're promoting and producing the whole thing. Yeah. Well, when when you guys when you and Greg, I guess this, this is sort of Greg's idea originally. Correct. Am I getting that right? Yes, exactly. When you guys sort of were like, hey, let's do a music festival. Why don't we get the independent to to sponsor it? What was the reaction from the newspaper? Um, it was actually really enthusiastic. Uh, you know, it's. The newspaper industry is obviously changing. Um, print ads are declining, if not or stagnant, if not declining, um, and publications have to look for a way look for ways to both rebrand themselves and possibly look for all you know alternate revenue. Uh, and you know the owners of the paper, the owner of the paper, Steve Shule, and the publisher Sue Watson were both really excited about the idea of sort of you know here's. We have this newspaper. We have this brand. You know, we write about music every week. We have been for 27 years now, and yet we're not really doing anything with that besides doing that. Like, let's let's make something instead of a, you know besides a newspaper. Uh, so they were excited about the poss- you know the possibility of doing it. You know, whether or not they were excited about footing the bill, you know, is a yeah. different question. But they <laughs> you know they were because they, you know it's a it's a risk that, you know, if you're gonna you want to do something great, you know, or big, you have to take a risk. Right. Um with that stuff. And that's you know, that's what this is. But it's, so it's an opportunity for us to grow, um and you know, that requires some work. Yeah. Well when you went to them, like how much how organized were you like how how much thought process had you put into this festival before you like presented it to the people who would be footing the bill? That was, I mean, that's a Greg thing. Uh, Greg, Greg went to Sue and Steve before he went to me, um, before he came to me and, you know, talked to me about it. Uh, it was mostly an idea. It was mostly, let's put on a music festival. I think the Triangle is a great place for it. I think we have the resources to do it, you know, in terms of management and in terms of, uh, you know, thought that we can put behind it. And so then it sort of, you know, then there was the process of trying to dream up some sort of budget Mm-hmm. Um, then convincing, you know, all these clubs in downtown Raleigh in this fairly small uh, section of blocks to give us uh, three of their most profitable nights of the year, you know, just turn over their clubs to us. Um, then there was, you know, all right, finding sponsors, you know, pursuing people for months and trying to get them to, to sign on to this thing that was, you know, basically an idea we had. Yeah. Um, I don't even think we had band, any bands at that point. And then there's, of course, the process of, finding bands and convincing bands that we're not just another bad promoter that, you know, we're going to pay their bands and their bands are going to be treated fairly. And then after that, there's a the process of promoting it. And right. so when we, when Greg approached the owners of the paper, uh, the owner of the paper and the publisher, I would say that it was not very developed. Uh, yeah. It was just tonight, a seed, yeah, if you will. Exactly. And it's, it's grown into a hopscotch board yeah. or something. Um, and we're going to touch on all those other details as far as the bands and the venues go. Let's talk a little bit, though, about sort of the organization of everything. I mean, we got to – this is a huge event. I mean, we're, we're talking like thousands of people, hundreds of bands playing. So you got you to gotta 
do stuff with the city of Raleigh. You got to organize stuff with the police department. EMS has to be on site. I'm sure. Um, volunteers, people on staff. I mean, talk a little bit about those things. I, I, I'm not really, I don't know much about organizing festivals like this. How much time and effort do you have just to put into those things with the city? A monumental amount of time. That's mostly not my job. Um, that's mostly not my side of the festival. I'm definitely involved in it. And, you know, you know, a few days a week, sit beside Greg and we just, you know, spit back and forth about this kind of stuff. Um, but Greg especially spends a lot of, a lot of time working with, you know, he had a huge meeting earlier this week with, um, you know, some captains and sergeants and lieutenants in the police force, you know, just had to go and find off both off duty officers and, uh, to a security, you know, team, uh, to work, work the events. Um, you know, it, it, the details are as small as uh, one of the best examples of making sure that the creamer that will be in the Larry's Beans uh, shuttle that will run from clubs to clubs throughout mm-hmm. the festival, or from club to club throughout the festival, that their creamer is uh, cold enough to pass health code inspection. Yeah. So, you know, details like Definitely. that or uh, details like... I heard something about the signs that have to go in the city's planters to make sure that they say don't step in the planter. Exactly. And so, you know, that was, <laughs> so like these are yeah. conversations that have never happened before. Like, hey, uh, the city has these signs and we had to say, you know, can we borrow these signs? And then that was there. They had this huge debate over there about yeah. like, we got these signs. We don't want these guys to step on our plants. Right. Can we let them borrow the signs that they, hey, don't step on our plants? I'm sure there's a lot of bureaucracy involved. Yeah, I don't want yeah. I, I to comment too much on their process, but it took a little while, I think, <laughs> and some conversation. Um, but we did get this. I'm happy to report that if all goes as planned, there will be signs furnished by the city that say, hey, you, music fan. <laughs> don't step on the plants. Get off the plants. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and those always work. You know, oh, yeah. people respond well to signs. They do. There's a song about it, I think. <laughs> Is there? <laughs> do you want to cover that real fast? Um, I, I forgot my Your auto harp. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I mean, were, was the city excited about this or is it more concerned about this? You're trying to get me in trouble, Adam. Uh, I, I think it's a mix, you know. Um, you know, they're... I mean, it's a big, it's a big thing. There might be, there will hopefully be thousands of people in this space, uh, Friday and Saturday night watching these, you know, rock or hip hop concerts. So, you know, it is like, you know, there's some, you know, some city officials have expressed some degree of concern about safety. Um, but are they excited about, you know, the possibility of this huge music festival coming to their town that brings bands from all over the world and brings, a lot of business downtown. I hope so. Yeah. Um, it seems, you know, that seems to be like, a, I hope, I think a pretty positive thing. Um, and so, yeah, we've, I mean, you know, we've gotten a lot of encouragement from a lot of people, um, you know, from city council men and women and from, um, from various other sources. One of our big inspirations for the festival was uh, a man named Richard Meeker, who is the publisher of uh a newspaper in portland they have a music festival and they were they were no relation to charles meeker well he is actually charles meeker's brother um and so we got a really great email from him yesterday morning just congratulating us on everything yeah and how great the festival is looking and how great it's going to be and how big it's going to be and so i would imagine that 
maybe I would assume that maybe you know Richard and Charles have you know maybe while roasting chestnuts over Christmas have talked about this. <laughs> I've chatted about it. Yeah. You know, well, it's really cool. I just want to say, I mean, you're gonna you said you're gonna talk about the venue thing idea, but. I think one of the great things about hopscotch and festivals like it is like using the infrastructure that always that that already exists instead of, you know, sticking 60,000 people into a field somewhere right. in Garner. I'm really thrilled that we're that this festival is going to I mean it seems like it has all this potential to really enliven our already, you know, burgeoning downtown scene and I I'm that to me makes it a really great idea. And from the perspective of an artist and a music fan, the idea that I'm going to get to see some of my favorite bands in smaller venues, I mean, and not outdoors on a giant stage is, I think it's really well conceived and I wouldn't, I, our, our city shouldn't have it any other way. I mean, we've got, yeah. we've got what it takes to, to make this happen. And it's really exciting that was certainly one of the starting points is uh that greg and i were not fans of those festivals i mean i've been to them and i enjoy myself and i'm there but i had rather honestly see music in a club you'd rather barf in a bathroom i'd rather (laughs) than in a portage or the tree i have never done any of that uh caitlin (laughs) watch yourself uh my mom is probably not listening um let's be let's be serious um but yeah, you know, I I don't want to see this like great psychedelic rock band from Brooklyn play in a field with field with sixty thousand people at three in the afternoon. Um, if it's muggy and sticky and I'm covered in mud, like I would rather see them in a rock club at midnight. Yeah, sort of their, you know, their their environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was you know that was kind of from the get go. We knew we wanted to have a club based festival. And the capacity of all these clubs combined is relatively small, um, you know, nine clubs. So you add those fire capacities together, and it's not a huge number. And so these shows in City Plaza allowed us to add to be a lot more inclusive in terms of getting, you know, ten, uh, you know, more than 10,000 people at this festival, right. hopefully. You know, to make it this event that where people actually are coming downtown and really having a great time. And it's not like, um, with all due respect to to hipsters, you know, not just a hipster inclusive event, you know, not excluding every, you know, not excluding, you know, uh, a mom and dad that want to come down from North Raleigh and have a fun night with the show. I mean, that's, right. we want that to happen. Yeah. Um, we don't want it to be limited to, you know, a friend circle. Right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a little bit, uh, but I do want to mention we will be giving out tickets. There are very few remaining and we have several we'll be giving out for Hopscotch in the coming hour or two. Also, we do want to mention that I will be playing some brand new music from several local bands, including Hammer and More the Fingers and Megaphone, among others. Right now, though, this is Gray Young with Firmament. We'll be right back with more Hopscotch on the local beat. Point one WKNC. That was the Small Ponds. The song was called Horse on a Bus. That is off the 
as yet unreleased Small Ponds EP that's going to be released September 16th. The Small Ponds are having a album release show at the Poor House in downtown Raleigh. They're playing with, I'm, I'm going off the top of my mind here, Bright Young Things and the Tomahawks. I believe show starts at 8 p.m. Caitlin Carey just had to leave. We do want to mention that Caitlin is, is uh, I guess, in charge of a show during Hopscotch Festival at the Deep South Bar. That's going to be Friday next week, a week from today at 7 p.m. Uh, joining us now, though, in replacement of Ka- uh, Caitlin is Reed Johnson of Schooner. Reed, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And uh, Both of you. when are you playing at Hopscotch? Uh, we're playing a... Uh, the. Hopscotch show we're playing is on Friday night with a uh, with a uh, War on Drugs. It's awesome, and Kingsbury Manx, which are also awesome, and Bella Fea, which are also yeah, also that'd be awesome. A great show. Yeah, and then we're playing a day show as well on a uh, Friday earlier with a uh, out in front of Remedy with a uh, mm-hmm. with Juan Huevos, Motor Skills, us, Lonnie Walker. And whatever brains. Yeah. Wow, you got a lot going on there. And then the flute flies play the next day. Right. I was going to mention that. Yeah. Flute flies. How do you feel as a musician? How do you feel about hopscotch? It's it's really exciting. Yeah. I mean, it's a. I remember when uh, when we were hearing about it at first. um, You know, I was all for it in the first place. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this area needs a music festival in Raleigh, especially sponsored by the Independent. You knew that like. Um, just, you know, the, the, the main rag in town actually putting on a music festival just seemed like a, a good idea. Um, and then the more and more bands that got on board that, mm-hmm. uh, a, a lot of them, which, you know, I'm fans of local and out of town, um, it got more and more exciting. So as a musician, it's, it's really, really cool that this is going on. Um, just, you know, the, the amount of, uh, of, of, of music going on in that time is, is, you know, very exciting. Yeah. Well, also joining me here in studio is Grayson Curran, who is the curator for Hopscotch Music Festival. Grayson, we're going to take a quick break in a minute, but I do want to ask a little bit more about the day parties where you just mentioned that he's playing in one. Uh, talk a little bit about the day parties that are, are these part of Hopscotch? How, how do these sort of work? How do these meld? They are not, uh, for the most part, they're not, officially part of hopscotch they are free uh, you don't have to have a festival wristband uh to go and see them we are in fact presenting one day party in association with the raleigh with the raleigh times bar and with wknc we're all working together um to do a show with reed's side project with ivan from the rosebuds and Zeno from uh pox world empire uh the bank is called food flies and so that's a show we're all doing together and that is part of hopscotch um that's you know seven bands, all free. And the other shows are the other day parties, and there are, I think, 14 of them through from Thursday to Saturday are also all free. And they're not part of hop, part of Hopscotch. We were really open and kind of pursuing people and saying, hey, mm-hmm. if you want to throw a party, like here are the clubs we're using, here are some of the bands that are coming to town, you know, do what you want to do. Let's do something fun. Because uh, we wanted really to create, this kind of comes down to what I said earlier about City Plaza shows making the festival more inclusive and broad and allowing a lot of a lot of folks to really come and enjoy it. We want these day parties day parties to kind of take over downtown during the day in a way. Um I don't want I don't want them to interrupt government business, of course. 
but I want them to create sort of we want them to create you know a party atmosphere an environment where people can come and have fun and enjoy themselves and hear you know a lot of great music for free simply for the you know for the uh, let's be corny about it and say like for the price of discovery or whatever you know just like come and have fun see what your backyard has to offer um, this weekend and right. you know with a band like Schooner year round you know they play fairly often in the Triangle and are a great band and you should come see them. Especially because it's free. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but before we do, we have some tickets to give away. Uh, I believe these are for the Rosebuds, um, Panda Bear, and Broken Social Scene. Am I getting that lineup right? Yeah, exactly. Um, Friday night, September 10th, uh, in City Pla- Raleigh City Plaza, which again is on Fayetteville Street between the State Capitol, which is right. Laney, and Progress en- Energy Center, which seems a little bigger. Um, in City Plaza, there will be a show. And that's Panda Bear, who is um, a member of the band The Animal Collective, Broken Social Scene, which is a band from Canada, big big rock band, mm-hmm. pretty awesome. And the Rosebuds, who are, you know, just kind of okay. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, and the Rosebuds, you were a member of that band at one point, weren't you? Uh, yes, yes. I, I forgot about that. that. Yeah. Um, so all those bands together in City Plaza. And, yeah, let's give away two tickets to yeah, that two show. Tickets. Cool. We have two tickets to give away. Once more, this is Hopscotch Music Festival, Friday, September 10th at the Raleigh City Plaza. How do these tickets differ from uh, from other tickets of Hopscotch? So, well, you can, you can, and there are very few limited amount of these tickets left. Right. Um, actually, like 25 on the Internet left for sale. So, hey, uh, if you're near a computer, um, yeah. <laughs> Feel, but, free to, feel free to uh, wander on down to hopscotchmusicfest.com. Um, those tickets, there, there is an all-show wristband, um, which gets you into both of these shows, which is that Rosebuds and Panda Bear Broken Social Scene on Friday, and then on Saturday, No Age, The Love Language, and um, Public Enemy, Public Enemy Public y'all, Enemy. Um, on Saturday. And then to all of those other 124 bands in nine clubs over three days. That are not day parties. That are not, those are like, you know, actually right. paying Hopscotch shows. You can see all those, as many of those shows as you possibly can for that for that price. And then these tickets for Friday and Saturday are just for those shows. Just like for, for those big shows. concerts, gotcha. you know. Um, and so that's what we'd like to give away now. Yes, and we have two, once more, these are for the Friday show, Panda Bear, Broken Social Scene, and the Rosebuds. It, it's listed on the website 5.30 to 10 p.m. I think music is going to start at 6.00. Is that what we said? Music on Friday night starts at 6. Music on Saturday night starts at 5.50. Cool. And uh, if you would like these tickets, give us a call. 860-0881 or 515-2400. I, is I, it, the is, phones are just blowing up. Is it all right if I call? If Yeah, sure. Yeah. Go ahead, okay. Reed. I'm sorry. We're taking caller number 7. There are actually that. people calling and, right now. Uh, yeah, 860-0881 or 515-2400. Phones are lighting up. Be the seventh caller right now. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back with some Rosebuds. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Local Beat.